um, it's amazing. Um, I'm not here to teach you on the prophetic, but it's amazing how the Lord speaks in the spirit world and how uh, simple things, um, the Lord speaks very simple. Um, he speaks in the context of your own thinking and your own world. Um, and if you can learn that God speaks from the context of your world where you move, you're going to see the footprint of God in your life every day. A few, a few weeks ago, um, I spoke about that ship. That thing is now causing a ripple effect, and I've got one or two leaders that want to have a call with me about that. Uh, in the past, I have seen prophetic pictures when I prophesy over people, and then it becomes something major in the end of the day, but it all comes out of that picture that God shows you. Um, the little boy with throwing a stone last year, ripple effect. God, I asked the Lord after, after we had um, the Houston upper room, I said to him, what must I do now? And the Lord says, go global. And, and he said to me, and he showed me when I was small, throw the stone, cause a ripple effect. The Lord said, all I want you to do is throw a stone, and the ripple effect, I will sponsor the ripple effect. Well, I did it. And um, now the ripple effect is a little bit overwhelming <laughs> to the point that um, there's such a stirring going on that if all the leaders that could not get visas had to come in, we would have had a major, major, major problem. Um, but that's God. Now, tonight I want to I do something very strange. And uh, forgive me, but I know the church long enough to be strange now. Uh, I have kept my... My, I controlled myself now for several years, so I'm going to jump out of that box tonight. No, I'm just teasing you. I, I, I want to I do something tonight that is strange. I'm not going to minister. I'm not going to preach. I'm, I just want to paint you a picture of, of what, wh who you are and who I am and who you are not. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to use, um, I'm going to talk to you about eagles and chickens. Uh, now, I know that you'll probably feel safe about the eagle side, but you probably wonder, how does the chicken come into the picture? Because I know some of you already have a scripture or two that you can quote on eagles, but you probably wonder, where is the scripture on chickens? Well, I don't have a scripture on chickens, but I have a picture on chickens. Come on. Come on. Uh, I told you uh, I'm going to talk from two pictures. Now, the Bible says in Isaiah 40, verse 31, and I'm going to say more about that scripture just now. And, and the reason I love to minister like this is because I really believe that, God, you want to eat this up in your spirit. Now, yesterday morning we spoke about God of the in-between, and there's a lot of revelation that came out of that, and there's probably more that I didn't go into. And then last night we spoke about the battle dream, and there's a lot of revelation right there. Uh, and I pray that the Holy Spirit will give you nuggets upon nuggets out of those two sermons, but tonight I want to talk to you about eagles and chickens, and, and, and you know the scripture in Isaiah 40, 31 that says, but those who wait on the Lord will soar like eagles. Uh, now, before I go into the scripture itself, um, the first question I, that I ask myself is, why does God compare us with eagles? <clears throat> because there is about 10,000 bird species 10,000 bird species in the world. And God chose to compare us with one bird. He compares us with an eagle. Wow. So out of 10,000 options, 
God did not feel comfortable to compare us with anything else but an eagle. Have you ever thought about that? You thought there's only three types of birds in the world? There's 10,000 plus. And the moment I thought about that, I said, Lord, that's significant. And the moment I, that, that realization came to me, the moment I had the download, I, re, I, I, I suddenly read the scripture from a different angle. And the moment I looked at the eagle, then all of a sudden the Lord showed me chickens. And, and sometimes it's good to have a prophetic picture of what you're not. But what the enemy is trying to make you to be. Come on. God never said you will soar like chickens. Why? Because in the first place, chickens don't soar. But eagles soar. Can you see there? Sometimes you must allow the Holy Spirit to show you the scripture and the picture. But then when he brings some other pictures into, in, into, into, your, into, your, into your vision, uh, uh, you need to open up your spiritual eye and see what God is saying to you. And this is, so, uh, this is such a blessing to me. Now, it says in uh, Isaiah 40 verse 31, Amplified, it says, But those who wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in Him. That's us. We expect and we hope and uh, we hope in Him. Will gain new strength and renew their power. They will lift up their wings and rise up close to God. Come on. Rise up. I love the Amplified. And they will rise up close to God. Sometimes we need to have those kind of meetings where you just feel like we have a lift. This week, the upper room in Atlanta is all about a lift in the spirit. Uh, it says we will, we will rise up close to God like eagles rising towards the sun, S-U-N. Now, that is a natural eagle. He rises towards the S-U-N. But we are here tonight to rise up towards the S-O-N. Come on. How many of you are here to come closer to Jesus? That's the whole purpose of this night, is, is to come closer to Christ. Uh, and, uh, and they will run and not be weary, and they will walk and not grow tired. Now, watch this. This is powerful. Uh, he said, in the first place, he said, uh, the children of God will rise up like eagles with our wings. But right at the end, the Scripture says, uh, we will run and not be weary. We will walk. My run and my walk. My run and my walk, my daily run and walk is affected by my rise in the Spirit. Come on. If you want your daily run and walk to change, you must have an eagle moment where you have a lift in the Spirit. Come on. How many of you realize that what happened in the Spirit tonight has an immediate effect on your walk and run tomorrow. Come on. When you run your errands, it's going to be different. Why? Because your errand, you're running your errands has something to do, or your, your, your rise in the Holy Spirit like an eagle will affect your walk and your run. It's amazing. He talks about the rise up, and then the moment he ends with the walk and the run. That tells me that, that we need spiritual empowerment to have an effect on our everyday life. That's us. Now, in Psalm 55 or 6 to 8, 
we have another beautiful verse where, where, where David prayed, and David said, Oh, I say, now this is David. He said in Psalm 55, 6, he said, Oh, I uh, say uh, that I had wings like a dove. Now, David is now writing in the Psalms, and he says, Oh, I wish I had wings. So here we find David with a desire for wings. Um, and if you read the rest of that scripture, you will realize that many times we, we need wings. And, and, and the beautiful thing is God gave the church wings in Acts chapter 2, the wings of the Spirit. But David wrote here, and David says, I wish I had wings like a dove that I would fly away and be at rest. That tells me that David had a desire to get away from a situation that he cannot run away from. He can only fly away from it. Come on. Sometimes our run away from circumstances doesn't get us away. We have a desire for a supernatural wing to take us away where my run cannot get me. How many of you ever had a desire to just get away from everything, uh, but you know that unless uh, a supernatural thing happened, that's not going to happen. So David said uh, that I can fly away and be at rest. That tells me that David had no rest. Come on, church. And then he goes further and he says, I would wander far away. Now watch what he says. He, now, he's, now, he's, now he's imagining that he's got wings and he says, ah, would wander far away. It's almost like he wants to emphasize, if I ever get wings, they're not going to find me. Come on, that's just my language. He said, I would wander far away. And then watch what he says. He's not finished. He's now, he's now giving us a detailed description on what he would do with wings. Come on, church. How many of you desire sometimes wings? He said, I would fly away and be rest, and I would wander far away. I would lodge in the peace of the wilderness. So now he's, he's writing about peace that is in a wilderness. That tells me that he felt like it's better for me to get away from everybody and go to a place where there's no people. Sometimes we have a desire to get away from people. You ever had that kind of desire, my brother? I have it most of the time. Because I'm amongst people all the time. David said, he said, I wish I could just fly away to the peace of the wilderness. Two things. He wants peace. That tells me he had no peace. He was in a place where he had no peace, and he thought about the wilderness. He thought maybe there's peace in the wilderness. There's peace where man has never interfered with nature. And uh, so this is just David. And then he says, I would hurry to my refuge. I will not have a slow departure. I will hurry. Uh, it's amazing how much time he takes to explain what he will do if he had wings. He said, I will hurry to my refuge, my tranquil shelter far away. Again, he uses the words far away. That tells me this man had a desire to get away. 
And church, you know, this is a prophetic word that it's easy to prophesy. We all have days, seasons where we feel like David. He said, I will get far away from the stormy wind and from the tempest. So that's David. David spoke about his wings, and we read about the eagle. And uh, so now I'm going to just say a few things about the two pictures. The one is the eagle. That's what God showed us. God says, you will soar like eagles. And the moment I, uh, I, I looked at an eagle, uh, immediately the Lord brought this chicken into my view, and immediately the Lord downloaded just nuggets, simple nuggets. But I've learned in my walk with the Lord that the, sometimes it's a simple nuggets that if I do it, it becomes incredibly powerful. Uh, and again, church, this whole thing that's happening this week in Atlanta uh, that is exploding, and I don't want to give you more detail, came out of a simple picture where God said, if you are willing to throw the stone, the rest I will take care of. And, and I said to the Lord, what is the stone? The Lord said, do it. Do an act. Give me an ACT. Give me an act of faith, and I will do the rest. And I'm almost... Uh, I want to apologize to God that I've thrown the stone, but he wanted me to throw the stone, but I'm almost like, say, I should not have thrown the stone because <laughs> it brings a lot of pressure on you. But on the other hand, it's God. Now, let me say a few things here. Number one, eagles rise above storms. We all know that. And I'm going to say quite a few things that you know. Eagles rise above storms. All the other birds in the bird world, when the storm come, they hide in the bushes uh, and in the trees. And that's the very place where you're not always safe. But God is saying, I've given my church the wings of the Spirit that it doesn't matter what, a sto what storm come, you don't need to hide in the storm. You can rise above the storm. Now, that, that, that is just, how many of you realize a chicken cannot even get into the sky? Now, we, 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 we will get to that. Now, um, so ordinary birds hide, hides in the bushes. Uh, the eagles has wings that take them above. I saw an eagle the other day. Uh, this eagle was on the, on the, in the dirt, standing in the dirt, and, and within a split second, he opened his wings, and he elevated within a split second. He lifted himself up to a to a much higher, uh, higher level, and he just sat there for a moment. And I try to figure out how did he get from that point in the dirt to where he is now. It happened so fast that I could not even see what he did with his wings, but the wings is so, uh, 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 so, so designed by God that the slightest movement of the wings lift him to a level where I don't know how it happened. And I realized, what a bird. Uh, and God said, that's the one that I compared you with. Now, I'm going to say quite a few things, so let's go right into it. Um, other birds or eagles' wings can soar above the storms. Now, there's other birds that have wings, but they have all limitations in their wings. They cannot do what the eagles can do with wings. 
And I want to say to you tonight, you have no limitation as a Holy Spirit ego, as a, as a, as a, as a Christian. God says, I've given you the wings of the Spirit that, that can lift you. How many of you believe that, that you carry that kind of possibility? Now listen to this. Um, I'm just going to say a few uh, 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 simple things. I remember when, when, when I was young, we had chickens. Many of you probably in this area grew up with chickens in your yard. It's probably some of you that still have chickens. Is there anybody here that has chickens? Okay. Pastor, you really, I really recommend that you get some chickens, okay? <laughs> now, I, I remember we had chickens in our yard, and, um, and, and when I walked to the chicken coop, I normally, oh, I love that. I, when I walked to the chicken coop, before I get to the chicken coop, I heard something. And, and I don't know whether the, the American chickens does make the same sound than the, than the South African chickens. Uh, but, but the South African, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Come on, church. A chicken is a chicken. <laughs> but when, when I get close to the coop, I heard the chickens. And I heard that until I walk away from it because that's all you hear. And when I listened to that, I heard in my spirit how, how some people live like chickens and they whine and complain and make a lot of noise and nobody want to listen to it. Have you ever heard the whining and the complaining of certain chicken Christians and it becomes so irritating that you actually want to say, I never want to listen to that woman again? Come on. Can I be honest with you? I've met lots of Christians. If they walk into that door, I walk out of that door. Why? Because I've met that chicken before. She has membership somewhere in the Assembly of God Church, and the pastor has no option. He must pastor her, but I am not her pastor. And I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to go right out of that door. Come on, church. <laughs> I told you this is going to be humorous. But you know what? You can learn a lot. When God shows you a picture, and all of a sudden that picture starts to prophesy to you. Amen? Now, now I'm going to say something that you know, this is the pulpit, is this the pulpit? But this is not the pulpit over here. Amen? Now, one of the things I found in, in the chicken coop, there's always chicken poop. Come on, come on. Or, or is your chickens different here in America that uh, they go to the restroom? Come on. But you see... And many times in the spirit, I have gone to churches where there's more chicken poop in the church than anything else. And, but that's what you find in a chicken coop. And when I saw these things, the Lord said to me, son, I want to clean up my church. I want to clean up Christians that has transformed themselves into a chicken and live like chickens when I give them wings that can get them out of that coop forever. And I want to say to every one of you, God has never designed you to be in a chicken coop of circumstances where, oh, where you are controlled by man. Now, come on, listen to this. So they're all stuck in a cage. When you look at the wings of a chicken, you ask the chicken, now, what is that? Well, it's wings. What do you do with it? Well, I fly from point A to point B. How far do you fly? Three feet. Come on. Have you ever seen a chicken? That thing cannot fly. 
It's almost like his body is too heavy for the wings or the wings is too weak for the body. And many Christians remind me of like, like uh, 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 of that. It's almost like they are heavy in their spirit, and, and, and they can never come out of that pit of depression. And God says, man, I've given you the wings of an eagle. I've never compared you with another bird but eagles. So, so when you look at a chicken, the wing is actually an ornament. Come on. It's an ornament. I, 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 I want to warn you because after tonight, you will never eat chicken again. Some of you had your last chicken wing. <laughs> Come on. This is going to set some people free tonight. So the, the wings are ornaments. The other thing that God showed me is the Lord said to me, uh, I've watched some chickens. I remember those days. They, they will look and they will look at you. It's kind of funny. But listen to this. A chicken knows there is a sky, but the chicken can never reach the sky. The chicken has no sky experience, but the eagle have no coop experience. Come on. How many of you realize that the, 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 the temperament of a chicken and the nature and the DNA of a chicken, uh, that bird will never see the sky. Can you imagine what it must feel like if you're a human being and there is no salvation available? There's no healing available. There's no eternity available. And many people in this world doesn't know about the sky of God's freedom. And you are people that know the sky of God's freedom. And I want to say to you, may God restore our wings tonight if we have some, some kind of hurt in our wings, but may God restore you tonight so that you can soar into the heights that God has in store for you. So chickens has no sky experience. Listen to this. I have never heard in my whole life that man eats eagles. But I've heard a few times that man, you know what's coming, Shane, does eat chickens. You say, well, everybody knows that. No. It's very, very interesting that God sovereignly knew when this word was written and this prophecy came out, that God sovereignly knew that in the bird world and in the generations to come, for thousands of years, man will never have a grip on eagles, but man will have a grip on chickens. It is outside of our thinking that we should eat eagles, especially in America because, come on, the eagle is big in America. That's your emblem. But I thought about it. The Lord said to me, son, Many people act like chickens, and they allow themselves to be ate by man. Oh, man. There's a lot of things that can eat at us. We, we can so easily become the prey of man, the prey of circumstances, the prey of people's double agendas, the prey of evil forces. And God says, I want to set people free even tonight. So chickens are ate by man. Uh, eagles are not, never ate and, uh, uh, you never hear about that. So you compare to an eagle and God never intended you to be eaten by man or, or by man-made ideas or man's greed. Uh, chickens becomes part of mass production. 
Come on. I didn't make a study of it, but I know just at, out of common sense, you will drive on a highway and people will say, man, this is a massive chicken, uh, uh, what do you call it, a chicken plant, whatever, farm. And what happens there? There's thousands of chickens and they're all in a process. And they all get the same food because they need to explode in a matter of a few days and grow quickly. And then they believe that every one of them is going to spit out an egg somewhere. And then they catch the eggs. And what do they do with the eggs? They, they, they use the eggs for more chickens. Come on. And I know the people are talking about who came further, the egg or the chicken, the chicken or the egg. I don't know. All I know is the egg and the chicken is controlled by man. And that is a prophetic picture of many people's lives. They are, they are processed by circumstances. They are processed by life. Even, you know, when you look at drugs, when you look at addictions, when you look at all the things that control our people, I want to pray, Lord Jesus, deliver our people from the mass production of the enemy who has a... Do you know that in West Virginia and Maryland and some of those places, I spoke to pastors, and they say to me, Brother Andre, that the overdose is now so bad that you need to wait 11 and 12 days to get a funeral. They cannot, if somebody died today, you cannot have that person's funeral almost within 14 days. Because of so many people dying. What is that? That is, that is people that were created in the image of God that were supposed to soar like eagles, but they have become part of an evil production where the grip of man and the, come on, the grip of man, because the drug lords, they sit behind the drugs and they control people's lives and, the, and they die like flies. And there's many other examples we can take and say th th that's what happened with people. And I want to say to all of you tonight, never allow your life to become and to fall into the grip of man uh, uh, because uh, God has never intended for you to be controlled by man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So they are part of mass production. They are ordinary. Chick uh, eagles operate in a different world. Chickens are fed, but eagles catch their food. Come on. Chickens are fed, but eagles catch their food. The chicken are food for man, and the eggs are food for man. The chicken's egg, which is the legacy, are also food for man. Man takes the eggs of the chicken daily. Chickens will sometimes lay their eggs all over the coop. When I come into a coop, a chicken coop, I find out, oh, my goodness, uh, we, we've got an egg over here in the one corner. And then you, when you walk in, the, you say, oh, my goodness, here is three more eggs over here. And then you find a few eggs here, and then there's, there's some chicken poop on the eggs, and then there's some feathers that's stuck in the poop, and the poop is on the egg. Oh, come on, that's, that's, that's what it looked like. But the prophetic lesson is there's no order. We have no respect. We don't care. We just drop our legacy, and we just allow our legacy, our eggs, to fall into the hands of man. 
Come on, church. My legacy is pure. My legacy is divine. And who I am in Christ is precious. And I will not allow my legacy to fall in the hands of any kind of man. I have order in my life. The order of the Spirit, and I don't want to go into that. And I want to say to all of you, be a people that is ordained by the Holy Spirit, that has the order of the Holy Spirit, and that whatever you do, the spirit of excellence is upon it so that man, no man can t- say to you that, Whatever you do, the sign is that you, you, are, you are out of control. When I look at that chicken coop, I say, Lord, I pray that my life will never look like that. I pray that whatever I do will never look like that. Because that is a sign that we are controlled by man and we don't care about our eggs. Now, I'll, I'll say a few things about the eagle just now and then it's over. Aren't you glad? You will never hear that eagles are ate by men. I said that already. You will never find the eggs of eagles easy. Because they don't lay their eggs all over the place. They are prideful. They are different. They are not like other birds. And that's why I now understand why God said you will soar like eagles. You will never find their eggs easily. Eagles will never leave their eggs or legacy where man can easily get a hold of it. Eagles' legacy are in their eggs. They push out the young eagle to fly before man can get to them. Have you ever known that? When they have the eagles in the nest, what, what, is, what does the mother eagle do? They come and they push that eaglet out so that he can fall into the sky. But before he kills himself and falls to death, he will open up his wings because there's an instinct and when he opened up his wings, <laughs> he's sore. And I pray that sometimes God needs to push us out into the spiritual realm. We, we, we need to stake ourselves and say, Lord, I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to take myself into the spiritual realm. I'm going to step out by faith. Uh, come on, church, in the prophetic, it works like that. You know, I probably told you the story um, in... Um, in 19, uh, well, it was in the 80s, um, I, I, I rubbed shoulders with great leaders and great prophets. Kim Clement was one of them. And, and, and the Lord spoke to me uh, long before that, that you will go to, you will prophesy and prophesy. And, and one day, I, um, there was a woman sitting in the church, and she visited. Her name was Dawn Falyun, and she had red hair, uh, kind of a perm. Those days, they had perms. And, um, and I was in the pulpit, and I saw this woman, amen, and I just noticed that her perm was growing and growing, and I thought, Lord, what's going on? Am I sick? And no, but I knew, I knew. There's something about that woman, and then I figured out uh, I have a word for her. And I said to the Lord, what is the word that I have for her? And the Lord says, no, call her out, and I'll give you the word. I says, no, Jesus, you give me the word, and I will call her out. So I walked to the back of the platform, and I said, Lord, if, if you give me the word, I will call her out. And, and, I said, and, and I said, okay, God. And I said, that woman with the red hair, will you please come out? So now I walk slowly because I was now obedient. I called her out. Now, where's the word? Where's the word? God did not give me the word. He did not. But I'm out. I'm out of the nest. I'm out of the nest. I'm an eaglet. I have a gift. I have wings. And I want to fly. And I just know I have a word, but I don't know what the word is. And God knows I'm walking slowly, and she's standing there. She's so excited because she's not going to get a word. And she doesn't know that I have no idea what the word is. And I said, Lord, come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. I'm speaking to the Lord. Come on, I'm out of the inner God. I fly. Help me. Help me, Lord. My wings is open, God. What is the word? What is the word? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here comes the end of my whole ministry. 
And when I stood in front of her, I said, this is why the Lord shows me. Picture again. God shows me a picture. I said, this is why the Lord shows me in line number two, line number three, paragraph one, paragraph two, paragraph three. And I gave her a whole prophecy. And when I gave her a whole prophecy, she joined my church. She stayed with me until the last day when I left that church to come into the nations. What happened there? When I stood in front of Don Fulhune, I discovered I've got wings, but I had to push myself out of the nest and discover I'm not a chicken. You say, well, where, where, where do I learn how to prophesy? You, you learn to prophesy to pro by prophesying. <laughs> well, there's a school that we can bring to you, the school of the Spirit and how does God speak and the language of God and all of that, but I'm not going to do that. I have too much work already, so I don't want to tell anybody about the school of the Spirit. I told the church that, and we had to go do the whole school. Now I don't say it anymore, so don't. You haven't heard this, so I'm not bringing the school here <laughs> because... <laughs> I have enough work for my hands already. Thank you. Everybody say, push me out of the nest, Lord. Thank you. There's not many of you saying it, but that's okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, eagle's eggs are actually flying eggs. How many of you realize an eagle can sit on the nest of a, on the egg of a chicken, but what will come out of that egg will never fly? Come on. You can have a church... That have the picture of an eagle, but if you don't have it in your DNA, come on. You can have a chicken sit on the egg of an eagle, and I believe that thing will still come out eagle. Because the DNA, come on, and, and that's what God is saying to you. Your DNA, your DNA as a child of God is eagle. You will soar like eagles. Okay, so... Um, uh, Eagles drop on their prey. They pick it up and they let it fall to death. Do you know that an eagle can come down and with his, with his feet, with his claws, he can pick up a, a, a small deer and, and pick him up and, and take him up into the sky and it drops him. But listen to this. When that eagle, and you see that, that's eagles. Eagles, and uh, 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 I don't want to boast now, but my name, Arendt, is actually my real name, A-R-E-N-D, and, and that is the Dutch name for eagle. And uh, I remember, I remember, well, let me not tell you that story. That's another prophetic picture, but it's so awesome. Uh, but an eagle will catch his food. But listen to this. When an eagle comes down and he grabs a snake, what happens? The moment he pulls up, the, how many of you realize that the snake is in control as long as the snake is on dirt? The snake can do this as long as that part is in dirt. Then but when the eagle comes and he grabs the snake and he pulls him up, what happens? That snake loses control. And he hangs in the sky and the eagle controls him. And the eagle flies with him higher and higher. And the snake is just like a feather in the wind. And then... Then the eagle decides, okay, here you go. And he leaves him, and there he goes. He, he, he goes like a feather, 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 because a snake has no wings. Ha! He's, 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 he's just a reptile, and he fell to the earth to his death. And the eagle comes, and he picks him up, and he flies again. And the, little, the last life that he has in him, he hangs, and he hangs, and he leaves him, and he, fly, and, 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 he, and, and he falls down to death. That's eagles, God says. 
you have the ability to grab him and pull him into the sky, pull him into the spirit world where he will die because he has no control. I love it. When I saw that picture about the snake and what he does with the snake, it's so powerful. In the sky, eagles are in control. And I want to say tonight of you, tonight of you, get out of that coop and get where, to the place where you belong. Get out of that coop of circumstances. Maybe, maybe there's things in your business that has changed. And you say, there's more smell of poop in my business. I'm going to get it out because I have allowed things to come in. Come on, we can easily allow things that will turn it into a coop. I'm almost finished. The eagle's nest. The eagles will always build their nest high to the crown of the tree. Listen to this. The crown of the tree. The cross. The cross and the crown. Hang a, a crown hanging over the, the, the top of the cross. That is the emblem of the apostolic faith mission in South Africa. But... The eagle will always build his nest high to the crown of the tree. Why? Because that's where man will not get to. And I want to say as eagles, let us never remove the cross, but let us build as close as possible to the crown of the tree where you have the heartbeat of Jesus, where you have the breath of Jesus, where you have the eyes of Jesus, where you have the ears of Jesus. Come on. Can you see my heart and my head? If they hang me on a cross, my heart, my vision, my ears, it's, 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 too, it's more, to the, it's more to, the, to the crown of the tree. And that's where the eagle built his nest. Always close to the, oh, come on, church. How high up are you in the tree? Come on. How high up are you in the tree? Stay close to the cross. Stay, come on. We can never preach this gospel by removing that cross. There's people that don't want to, they don't want that cross anymore. Do you know that China is now removing the crosses out of the churches that is in China? Somehow they know there's something about that cross. They don't understand the gospel of the cross, but they know on that cross, that cross, there's something about that cross. And the chickens doesn't know it. But the eagle says, I will never build my nest in a coop. I will build my nest high to the crown of the tree. Because prophetically, the natural eagle, hallelujah, play into the hand of God. And after all these thousands of years, man still do not control eagles. You will hear about an eagle being caught here and there that got hurt and but then you will hear that they let the eagle go. Have you heard about that? They will catch an eagle that got hurt, were in an accident of some sort, and they will help him to restore. And what do they do? They don't kill him. They don't eat him. It's in the instinct of man not to eat eagles. It's almost like even unsafe men will not eat eagles. Even unsafe people will not eat eagles. It's almost like they cannot, they cannot do it because God said, Isaiah 40 verse 31, the eagle is the exception amongst 10,000 bird species. 
I'm here to say to you tonight, when you soar and you smell the sky, you will never find the smell of chicken poop in the sky. The chickens doesn't know what fresh air really smell like. And the eagles does not know the smell of a coop. And I want to say to all of you, God says, I'm going to clean up the bad smell in your house. I'm going to clean up certain things in your house that is not from the eagle. I want to restore. I want to make you what you're supposed to be. Discover your wings. Get out of the coop into the sky. Fly where there is no stench. Soar above and not beneath. You're the head and not the tail. Get ready for a lift. Oh, man. Oh, man. I remember many, many times when I walked with the Lord, there was those kind of meetings where I just had a lift. Sunday night, I think it was Sunday night. I went to bed last night. And... Um, and somebody sent me a song, and, and I listened to the song. It was about 10 o'clock last night or 10.30. I can't remember. And I listened to the song in my bed, and, and the moment the song started, wow. I was tired. We had two meetings. I'm concerned about my wife. And we have the upper room, but when I listened to the song, wow. Suddenly, I had a lift in my spirit. A lift in my hotel room. What happened? Oh, my God. That was awesome. That was awesome. And when you have a lift, the burdens of the world just disappear. The concerns of the world. And I felt like David. I just felt like David. I am, I've got wings, and I'm soaring far above Arkansas. I'm in the spirit. Come on, church. Oh, I had, wish I had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. Anybody here for some rest? I would wander far away. Anybody that want to get far away? I would lodge in the peace of the wilderness. I would hurry to my refuge, my tranquil shelter far away from the stormy wind and from the tempest. God says you will soar and you will run strong and you will walk strong again. How many of you believe tonight that God can give you a Holy Spirit sore that will affect your Tuesday tomorrow? You will have a Tuesday you haven't had for many, many weeks. You will have a week you haven't had for many, many weeks. If you believe that God can do that for you, just come to the altar for a few minutes, and I want to pray for you. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight that tonight you deliver us from anything that is not part of our DNA because we are eagles and we will soar like eagles. Come on.